One's a movie buff. One watches movies just enough. Together, fun will be had by all. This is Nadine Katie at the Movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Nadie and Katie at the Movies. I am your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nadie, of course. And with me, as always, on this journey of movies, just movies, is my good, 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 good friend, Katie, who decided to hop on this episode. Hey, Katie, how are you? I'm, I am back. I am back. You know, I've been so busy watching the Murdoch murder trials. I was still able to get and see our homework that we're going to talk about today, Jesus Revolution. And you have to type in Jesus Revolution movie if you're Googling it, because there really was something called the Jesus movement, the Jesus revolution in history. To go right into it, I found a synopsis straight from IMDb. So I'm just going to go ahead and read that so you get an idea of where this movie is going. So this movie is about the real life story of Greg Laurie, who was being raised by his struggling mother, Charlene, in around the 1970s. So he and some friends go to California to redefine truth. So they were part of the hippie movement. And so that is where he meets Lonnie Frisbee, who was a hippie street preacher. And he also meets a pastor named Chuck Smith. So together, they open Smith's church to a stream of wandering youth who are also part of the hippie movement. And what unfolds becomes the greatest spiritual awakening in American history. Now, this movie stars... Jonathan Romy, which if you watch The Chosen, you'll know him as the actor who plays Jesus on the show The Chosen. Kelsey Grammer from Frasier, Cheers, and he was also in X-Men. He played Beast. He plays Pastor Chuck Smith. Joel Courtney plays Greg Laurie, again, who this movie is based on a book written by Greg Laurie. And it also has Kimberly William Paisley from Father of the Bride 1 and 2. She plays Charlene Laurie, Greg's mother. So obviously, going into this movie, I had an idea that I was already, already going to enjoy it. Even though, if you've listened before, I have a somewhat disdain for Christian films, just because usually the acting is non-existent. <laughs> well, and I, I wouldn't, you're not overly harsh. I think you, between the two of us, you have the theater background. I don't think you're trying to be nitpicky, uh, but you do have a more critical eye because you know what good acting is. And you do also probably see more of those movies. You know, both of us do as believers. Um, the average person, maybe that's not religious, is not even going to see those movies to to know if they're good or not. So you could play me, maybe play chicken or the egg. I don't know if they're low budget because no one's going to see them. But yeah, this, like you're saying, this is like a new wave. This movie you would not have felt goes in that category of, oh, immediately corny Christian movie. What intrigued me about it is I'm, I'm a big fan of Kelsey Grammer. I think he is a very good actor. I, I've seen him in other things. And, and so when I saw that he was in it, I'm like, okay. Okay, and I think that might be what they were trying to go for, um, is, hey, let's get Kelsey Grammer so we'll get a crowd. But also, like, the timing of this movie, if you've been following social media, you'll know that there has been a revival at a college in Asbury, and I think 
that college is actually part of the Jesus Revolution uh, that actually happened in the 1970s. The fact that that was going on while before this movie came out, so while, while they were filming this movie, they didn't know the impact that this movie could have had when they were filming it. And then to release it basically a week after this revival broke out at this college, I think it made it even more impactful. I saw this with my wife, Elizabeth. And so we were both sitting in the theater with, it was basically a packed crowd. And I found myself multiple times getting very emotional, like feeling, almost feeling the spirit of God while watching this film. And there have been videos of basically revival breaking out, like after the screening of this film. So there is a reason this movie came out when it did. And I thoroughly enjoyed it because the acting was very well done. The story is compelling and they just did a really good job. And for a character, again, it's not really a character, it's a real person, but the character of Lonnie Frisbee could have come off as very cheesy, but I think it balanced itself really well because of the actor who portrayed this character. And if you haven't watched The Chosen, I haven't watched all of it, but if you haven't watched The Chosen, you need to watch it. It is very well done. And so I think they made a very wise choice. And again, that could have been why they casted him in this film. Because oh, 100%. I think so. Chosen has been by so many friends of mine that don't, that are Christians, but don't typically watch specifically Christian um, movies and TV. I mean, that's just going in all of my circles. It's, you got to watch The Chosen. You got to watch The Chosen. And again, it is funny. He's Jesus in that show, but, and they make a joke in the movie about like, he looks just like Jesus, but he's not supposed to be portraying Jesus. He's portraying, like you said, Lonnie frisbee a real person who um does have tension i mean you get closure at the end we won't do too many spoilers but you get to see his arc i've had some some people have felt like lonnie should have been more the focus i mean because you have three characters here right you've got three really big names you got greg laurie chuck smith and lonnie frisbee that you could write your story about some people felt like why did you choose greg laurie And, and i thought it was a great place to start I think going through his perspective and his eyes at the movie, he's the one that was most similar to who the revolution touched. He was the hippie-ish person looking for longing, looking for truth, trying to figure out where he belongs in this world and then gets converted. So to me, it made more sense, even though, you know, again, Lonnie's quite a character. I'm sure you could find all sorts of like storylines off of him. Well, I think the main fact is that this movie is based while it's based on true events, it's also based on a book written by Greg Laurie chronicling, you know, all the things that happened. So I think it makes sense that it's focusing on him. But I love the character of Lonnie Frisbee because it shows what can happen. Because I've seen this before. And that's why at first when this revival started happening, that I was kind of skeptical about it. Because... When I lived in Florida, a little backstory about me. When I lived in Florida, there was a quote unquote revival going on in Lakeland, Florida. And, you know, people would go to it and I was always very hesitant about it. And I don't know if it was discernment or what, but like everyone else would be all into it. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to go based on feelings, but I'm not feeling this at all. 
And then come to find out like weeks later, the guy that was the head of it was doing some really bad things while in the middle of this quote unquote revival. And so what I liked about this movie is that it showed the character of Lonnie Frisbee. I keep on calling him a character, but in, in the context of a film, yes, he's a character. So it shows what could happen when you make a, an experience all about you. And it comes to a point where he has to, he has to back away from it because he's making it so much about himself that the focus of what it originally was about is no longer there for him. And so that's, I really liked that they showed that, but I also liked like what you said. And I don't, I I think we can go into spoilers a little bit. I, I liked how at the end it, it, it showed you that Lonnie and Chuck Smith ended up reconciling and actually joining back together and continuing ministry. And so I I just really enjoy this movie because it did something that most Christian movies don't do. And this is kind of going into my likes about this film. It showed that Christians aren't always perfect and that we can go into some really dark places and that we can still find redemption even Mm -hmm. when we fall so far away. And that's what I think the character of Lonnie Frisbee did. And that's why I think it was so important to show that. Yeah, it's not always like they're, you know, you bad, dark, everything's horrible. Then you find Jesus and everything's light. All I mean, yes, it is light in your heart, but you're still going to make mistakes and mess up. So it is nice and refreshing. Like you said, the movement begins very early in the film. And the rest of your movie is just what happens after that movement does happen. And once it gets big, like you said, I think there's even one line in the movie where Lonnie says, there is no Jesus movement without me, you know, and you're just like, wow, you know, put that in the writing and look at it and tell yourself that that's not being prideful. But it it really is. I think, like you said, it's nice. There's a little bit of drug use in it in the movie, you know, which is good, though. I don't want a Christian movie that's like, oh, we have to be straight laced and we can't show how tough things were. I mean, it talked about, I think. At one point, Lonnie says, um, yeah, we were doing everything, doing all kinds of drugs. We were doing everything and everyone, uh, you know, implying sexually promiscuous. And it's it's so true. There was people coming to the church that were even still living some of these lifestyles. And the power of Jesus is that it's changing them from the inside out. It was not fix yourself before you come into our church. It's bring that into the church and be changed from within, which is why I do think the real movement, as well as you see in the movie, there's a little critique there. And I think some people in the more conservative realm would say, hey, that's what they didn't like about the hippie side. The hippie movement was, okay, are we getting too lenient? Are we leaning too much that way? Appeasing people to bring them in the church that we haven't stuck to truth because we are so outreach minded that we're not holding true to the same things. I think what was really awesome about it is if you didn't want to seek why the hippies we're doing drugs and things like that, then you would just think that they're just charlatans or whatever. Well, what I really liked about this film is that they said that the reason that they're doing these things is because ultimately they're searching for truth. And in Mm -hmm. today's society, you know, we say, you know, Oh, you live your truth and I'll live my truth and we'll just coexist with each other's truth. What I enjoyed about this film is that even Greg Laurie's, the character of Greg Lord, even though he's a real person again, says, you know, I always look for truth and it always disappoints me. 
And then his girlfriend, who ends up being his wife, says, you know, what if this is, what if this is the truth that we've been searching for? We've been searching for this truth for so long. What if this is it? And so I really love that sentiment of that Christ is the truth. He's not a truth. He's not an optional truth. He's not an alternative truth. He's the truth. And like you said, we've gone in a way where, you know, oh, well, we'll bend the truth a little bit to make people happy or to make people feel like, you know, you can do certain things or live certain ways and we won't do what Christ has called us to do, which is speak in love to that, but we'll let you do whatever as long as you come into our church. Yeah, so, yeah, it's not it's not about deleting one, it's about the order. I think this movie the biggest takeaway for me in this movie was change the order. So if you're going to hold people accountable in love, start with the love, then hold accountable. And a lot of times our churches today were really heavy on the hold accountable and then we either forget the love or don't include that. Um but it's not saying to do one or the other. It felt convicting. It kind of made you, you know, you drive, I'm driving out of the theater. Okay. I went and saw it by myself. Um, thank you, Sarah, for babysitting Ben for me. Sweet, sweet girl for my church. And, you know, you're just, you almost just like want there to be a person in need that walks by, you know, you're, you're driving and there's this, you know, man, homeless man with a sign. And you're like, how do you watch a movie like this? And then, <laughs> and, I mean, I just wanted to like put him in the back of my car and like, why don't you come to my house and have a meal? And I, I, I wish I could be radical in that way as a single, as a female, like going back to my house by myself, not choice, the choice, but it does get your brain thinking, makes you want to think, well, how can I use what I learned in this movie for my real life? Did you have anything you didn't like about the movie? I was kind of disappointed that Kelsey Grammer, in my opinion, was very underused. For someone who was in the trailers a lot, and I think, like I said before, was probably cast because he was somewhat of a big name, not like a huge movie star name, but a, an actor that's pretty well known. I think he was underused. And every time he was on screen, I enjoyed his performance, but he really didn't mm -hmm. do, he wasn't really in it that much. It's a lot to cover. Like they covered, although it was a only a year in real life, they covered a lot of material. And I don't want to watch a movie that's longer than two hours unless it's yeah, Marvel. I felt like they did not spend enough time on that relationship between Chuck Smith and Lonnie. Like, he's like, I don't really like those dirty hippies. And then Lonnie comes in and like the next day, he, Chuck's changed his mind. Like the very next day. So like, I mean, I thought the whole movie was going to be about slowly working on Chuck's heart and him kind of turning around to the idea. It felt like that part went way too quick for me. Yeah, I agree with that. But I also feel like they kind of showed you that in the trailer for the film. It's like one of those trailers that kind of gave away the whole movie, which is mm -hmm. majority of trailers nowadays. So I don't think they needed to spend that much time. And I think mostly the reason he quick changed so quickly is because he saw the impact it was having on his daughter. And so I think that that relationship really helped him push his mindset change quicker. I mean, I'm just saying, like, in general, I think Kelsey Grammer should have been used more because I think he was really good. I think all the actors in this movie were really good. I liked the girl, Anna Grace Barlow, the one that plays Kathy, which is um, ends up being the wife of um, Greg Laurie. I thought she was fantastic. 
she was very, very compelling. And, and it, it made me laugh because I've done student ministry for over a decade now. And just seeing the story of like, boy follows girl to church and finds Jesus on his way there. <laughs> it's just so true. It's exactly what happened here. But then I love how, although she brought him for the first time, then he kind of takes maybe a larger leap in his faith. I liked the acting. I thought it was all good. There wasn't a single person that I was like, oh, you ruined it. If you are listening and you don't consider yourself a believer, or if that's just something that was in your past and maybe you've gone away from it, I do compel you, please do watch it. I think it does a great job of acknowledging those hurts. Like it does not shy away from being real. I love the fact that Greg has his big Jesus moment. And I was kind of waiting. I thought Kathy was going to die because I was just waiting. And it it does happen where he comes to Jesus, but life still sucks. And what the heck? And I mean, he says it. He's like, I thought this was going to be it. And it failed me again. Like maybe the Jesus thing isn't going to work out either. Uh, and then getting to see how that very much is not true. I think would make anyone, whether a believer or not, at least appreciate the realness of these people's story. This is their testimony. This is exactly how Paul preached. He's like, I can't get convince you anything. But I'm just going to tell you my personal story. So let's go ahead and give our rating for this. We're doing one through six stars. I know usually it's one through five, but I'm going with the you know six that we've been doing this whole time. So uh, on a scale from one to six stars, Katie, what would you give Jesus Revolution? Because I wasn't like dying to see it again or tell people they have to go see it, I can't give it as high, but I also didn't have major dislikes. So we're going to give it a four and a half. Okay. Well, I'm going to read it a little higher because of the impact that I I, had on me while I was watching it. So I'm going to give it a five and a half out of six stars. Um, I think majority of movies nowadays are like one and done. So I probably won't be to see it again, but it was a very, very good movie so i would highly recommend well and of, of course you couldn't give it a six out of six because only jesus is perfect so that basically means i can't give any movie i see after this <laughs> a six either because that would just be blasphemy according to what exactly you exactly okay so that's jesus revolution uh what's the next movie on our list so the next movie that's actually on our list is creed three this is the third movie in the creed series of films but it's actually the ninth movie in the Rocky franchise, but it's the first one that will not include Rocky Balboa. But I'm excited because Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. Jonathan Majors is in the movie, so I'm excited about that. He played Kang and Ant-Man and Lost Quantumania. So I'm pretty excited about seeing this movie. Katie, have you ever seen any of the Rocky Creed movies? I have not. I have I maybe bits and pieces. So this is going to be an interesting review. I'm super excited. Katie, do you want to send us out with anything related to what we just watched? The best organizations have people who cheer each other on. Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the Movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you want us to watch, feel free to contact us at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.